Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the After Hours Podcast with Mir and Bella. I am Mir. And I am Bella. Welcome back, guys. Yeah. Feels like it's been forever since... Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hope the year's going well for you guys. It's not been going that well for me. <laughs> but hey, you know, sometimes you gotta hit your 12th reason before you feel happiness. <laughs> I mean, what, we're two weeks into January now? Wow. Yeah. Time is actually flying by. Time is flying by so it's fast. flying by. Like, soon it's gonna be February, then the yeah. year's just gonna be going by, like... Mm-hmm. Last year felt like fast year like it was yeah so, it was done super quick it was going by so quick mm-hmm. that like you blinked and a month's done yeah no when 2021 ended i was like what i was it like bro like, i can barely like, remember what the hell happened like, what do you mean? it literally felt like maybe a month all compressed together all the memories yeah. everything it feels everything, like yeah. it feels like a max three months it was crazy like no anyways today for our topic we were gonna talk about the the Vogue cover, yes. We were British also Vogue, British Vogue, and then we we're gonna talk about cancel culture and political being politically correct in this generation. It's <laughs> 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 a real thing. <laughs> so, Bella, how do you feel about the magazine cover? Uh, my initial reaction was like super positive. I was like, yeah, wow. me too. This cover is beautiful. I was like, this the would never have happened it, before. Yeah, the fact that it was, like, all African women, I was like, on Vogue? Vogue. I just, never in my life would I have, like, would I have On the cover, bro. On the cover. Like, South Sudanese people in general are killing it. Like, killing it, man. Oh, my goodness. I love it. And, like, for, for me, it was very inspirational because I was like, wow. Like, now, now they're actually embracing yeah like african beauty like dark skin there's more representation um, there's now like now like a lot of dark skin girls can look at themselves and be like hey mm-hmm. i can make it up to that level too because before like yeah when before you'd be like okay i can make it good but like i'm not gonna make it that high yeah like when i was younger and i saw covers there was no representation of like or they would have that one like token me. girl or there was a token girl and i literally i didn't ever want to model because i was like man i don't want to be that token girl or like, or I don't want to have to do mediocre stuff yeah, because I'm not going to chose it. In the industry that's predominantly white, you know, so seeing it expand the way that it's, it's a lot more diverse. It's it's pretty great. It still needs improvement, but it's, it does. it's you know, its progress is better than nothing. Yeah, but like now, like makeup artists actually have makeup for dark skin people. I remember when I was modeling, like when I was younger. This is when I was like 13. You basically had to bring your own makeup to mm-hmm. every shoot because the makeup artist did not have your color. And I'm yeah. like, how are you a makeup artist and you don't have everybody's shade? You don't have mm-hmm. everybody's color. I have to bring in my own foundation. Foundation yeah. is such a basic thing to have because mm-hmm. you don't have my color. But also, like, I guess the makeup industry, they didn't sell products that were meant for us either. So it was just a battle. But also hairstylists. They did not know how to work with black hair. And I feel like that's why they always wanted you to shave your head. Mm -hmm. Because if your head's shaved, we don't have to deal with it. We don't have to work with it. Yeah. Which is very unfortunate. So unfortunate. There still is a lot of models with, like, really short hair. Yeah. Like, dark skin models and But hopefully it's by choice and not by, like, oh, you have to cut your hair if you want to go high up, if you want to go places. I think a lot of models actually really do look very good with short hair they do like, i think they look fire but i feel like it should be by choice like i yeah. shouldn't have to 
like force like shaving my head which i'm not yeah. comfortable with mm-hmm. just so that i can level up mm-hmm. there should be enough like inclusion where like there is black girls but at least now there's black girls that are modeling that you know they have wigs on or they got braids in or they just have their natural hair and it's not like buzz cut short mm-hmm. which i'm like thank you because before it was like if you don't shave your head you're not yeah. going anywhere exactly but now it's so much better and i'm like i'm so happy just to see yeah. like actual black women like make it in this industry and get the the applauds and, and the recognition, the recognition that, that they deserve, you know, because black women are so beautiful, and it's it's been way too long of people. Black is beautiful, bro. Disregarding us, you know. Not saying anybody else is not beautiful. I'm just saying yeah, black I'm is beautiful. Yeah, not saying that other cultures and ethnicities aren't beautiful. But I feel like people need to realize that by praising one thing, that does not mean I'm degrading others. Yeah. Like if I'm like, wow, tall girls are so beautiful. I'm not saying short girls are ugly. I'm just saying, wow, I see a tall girl, and most of them that I see are beautiful. But no, but certain people actually take such offense to that, and it's Like, it's if so someone funny. came, if someone sat around me, and they're like, wow, short girls are so beautiful, I'm not going to be offended by that, because you're not calling me ugly. You're just saying, wow, look at these short girls, they're so beautiful. I find that, like, a big struggle was Caucasian women would be super pressed and like mad about like people saying that black women were beautiful and they'd be like what about us i feel like it's because when you've always been chosen and then now you're not being Mm -hmm. i don't know what the word is when you've always been praised for something and then the light spotlight moves from you onto somebody else for a period of time yeah you're like why is it not on me anymore but it's Mm -hmm. like it's not that you don't have that anymore it's just let's share the spotlight with other people yeah so pretty interesting. but um what did you i think? also saw some comments about the vogue magazine cover mm-hmm. that made me actually think about it and like yeah. deep it and there was people saying that they love the cover but they didn't like how they really blackwashed the cover how they really made everybody look mm-hmm. so dark and that was not yeah. their natural skin tones and how if we're really going to be celebrating darker skin mm-hmm. we should be celebrating their actual darker skin not yeah. making them darker for some artistic appeal i think that is a valid point but when you look at the industry and you look at how it actually is that's what it is it's artistic expression yeah and if the models didn't feel comfortable doing it they wouldn't do it you know what i mean like it's but at the same time the models don't really get to see the end result until like they don't. everybody else sees it but they kind of get like an understanding the, yeah you get the understanding of like what it's meant for but i think it is like when you're a model you're pretty much a muse you know what I you mean? are like, a muse yeah you're a muse for people's artistic expression and like you can choose to either participate or not or not yeah i just i understood where people were coming with that and i understood the artistic appeal to it so i was like i don't really like i'm not mad at it yeah i think it's very historical yeah i've never seen a vogue cover with all black women all black women like ever no so i mean diversity diversity wow um, and this topic kind of like ties into cancel culture that we're experiencing a lot now in this generation. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about cancel culture? Like, quick question. What? Would you cancel this Vogue cover or would you like be like, oh, this is like a great cover? Because a lot of people would actually cancel it because 
I feel like what's the point of canceling something when you can learn from it? Like, I feel like everything you can learn from it. So, like, if you didn't like a certain thing about the cover, mm-hmm. you can be like, oh, okay, like, instead of being like, hey, cancel, vote cover, blah, 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 yeah. you can be like, hey, next time, you should put into perspective that mm-hmm. this doesn't look right or that this gives off a different message than you're intentionally trying to give. Mm-hmm. I feel like it should be more about educating also, why something why people want to cancel something rather than mm-hmm. just like outright canceling it because intentions are yeah. there too but also like if the intentions are there and like they're pure and people completely spin it off like who would be in the wrong is it the person who actually like had those pure intentions or was or is it the people who took it into a different light and viewed it in a different way that it wasn't supposed to be viewed perspective is perspective so but everyone's perspective is different it's different that's what i mean but at the same time it's like the one thing about intention is people don't know intention until until you express your intention Mm -hmm. like i will never know what someone else's intention is unless they tell me what their intentions were yeah so if that person spins it the wrong way it might not be that they they're saying all your intentions aren't pure because they don't know your intentions but at the same time it's like if someone spins it out and you know your intentions, you're like, oh, what? Like, why are you doing the most? Like, that's not what I meant. Mm-hmm. So, I, honestly, in that situation, I don't, I couldn't even say anybody was wrong. <laughs> it's definitely, it all comes down to perspective. Like, it does. People are never going to agree on one They're thing, not. you know? No so, one's, not everybody's going to like what you did. Not exactly. everyone's going to agree with it. Not everyone's going to like what you said or even how you say something. Like, it's all very opinion-based and belief-based and everyone has their own beliefs and opinions that kind of shape the way that they view the world right so no one's gonna look at the same thing exactly the same as the other person so exactly it's, it's tough especially if you're trying to navigate like into I guess, social media, like, in the world that we live in. I just feel like a lot of times people put more expectations and pressure onto other people than they would on themselves. Yeah. And I feel like that's not fair because we're all human, we're all learning, we're all, like, Mm -hmm. navigating through life. And if how are you going to judge me for something that you've probably done before, too? Yeah. And... I'm learning from my mistake, but you, yeah. you're not. You're just judging me for the mistake I made. Mm-hmm. A lot of people smell others, other people's shit, but don't think their shit stank. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So they'll be the first to point out something wrong about someone else, but then, like, they don't know what's wrong with them. Like, like of course, there's some shit people have said odd. that is uncalled for. Yeah. Very negative, very, like, disrespectful, 100%. And yes, look at them funny because why the fuck are they doing that? Mm-hmm. But if you pull out a tweet that someone tweeted from 10 years ago, yeah, everybody got a hectic tweet from 10 oh, years yeah, ago. for sure. Like, I know for a fact I probably have a hectic tweet. Yeah. And I wouldn't want anyone to judge me for the person I was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I shouldn't be judging people for the... Yeah. Unless you have the same views as you did back then. Yeah. Then that's when it's like, okay. Do you think it was fair to cancel Daniel Caesar? He said some fucking hectic shit. No, I can't <laughs> yeah. lie. I can't lie. I can't lie. He said some shit. Canceled, canceled. Like. Um. Um. I don't know. Like some people say, like you have to separate the music from the person at times. Would you believe? Like, do you do that? 
can't lie when Chris Breezy did it. I, <laughs> yeah. Yo, when Chris There's Breezy. There's certain artists. Yeah. Yo, when Chris Breezy beat up uh, Rihanna, Rihanna, bro, I had to separate the math from <laughs> the music. Because Chris made some bangers, man. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> Like, I ain't supporting Chris. I'm supporting the music. Because some people are, like, musical geniuses, you know? And you just, like, you enjoy listening to their music. You don't have to, well... It's kind you of hard. You always have to associate the music with, with the, the person, person, you know. Um, even though it's a person like, who's making music. Do you still listen to R. Kelly? Um, <laughs> actually, I don't. I don't I, either. I was never a person who really listened to R. Kelly to begin Me with. Me too. But, but he does have some bangers. He does have he bangers. Does have bangers. His but, personal life also fuck shit. But but the way that like what what R. Kelly did. Is like beyond. No, beyond. that's a next level like shit a, right I'm there. I'm gonna cancel you and your music. No, him, you know? him, yeah. getting canceled. Every rate, hundred yeah. percent, dude up. The because way he got canceled, yes. his was like next level. Where it's like I can't even separate the man from the music yeah, anymore. And there were so many cases. It's like, bro, no one can defend you. Because now when I listen to your music, what were you really singing about, my nigga? What are these I lyrics really know. about? I wanna know. I wanna know, boy. <laughs> No. And you too grown for all that. Tell me if it was like a 16-year-old and he said some hectic shit, I'd be like, you know what? No, but R. Kelly was definitely in the wrong. Like he No, 100% he was in the canceled. wrong. Nah, bro, when I heard what he did, and I said, his music. yeah, bro, you're not coming back from this. <laughs> you're not coming back from this. Like, it sucks because like, he actually does have good music, but it's like people have actually canceled him to the point where it's like, if you listen to R. Kelly... You're getting looked at funny, You're getting bro. looked at funny. Like, people are going to be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You playing this nigga? Yeah. You believe in what this nigga's doing, too? Like, <laughs> you bought his shit, too? You mm-hmm. do that shit, too? Like, no. Yeah. But, like, there's some other... Like, other artists can get away with it. Like, Chris Brown, for sure. I'm so sorry, Tory Lanez. I still rock with man's music, bro. Tory Lanez, that whole situation... But like, the thing so is, I don't know light. what truly happened. Exactly. We Until will never truly know. Until the facts come out, and there's like, yeah, this person did this shit. Yeah. I'm still going to vibe with my man's music, bro. I'm going to yeah. separate the artist from the, the man for that one. The thing is, like, we weren't actually there. Like, the audience, like, the we fans. There. We weren't there. We don't truly know what happened. I ain't going to so, judge the... You are innocent until proven guilty, my nigga. Chris Brown... Guilty for sure. Chris Brown beat her up 100%. No question like, about it. Bruises, pure evidence, you know? But apparently no she rocked to... his shit too in the car. Yeah. It was so, definitely an abusive relationship. Toxic to the core. You know, it was a, it was a double-sided fight. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. But neither of them got canceled. Because why was it? Why yeah. did you cancel them? You can't cancel them. Why would you cancel them? That's Rihanna and Breezy, bro. <laughs> Rihanna and Breezy. Canceled. Um, who else got canceled? I remember when uh people were pissed off at Kevin Hart for like a tweet he made, like uh, what did he say? Something about the LGBTQ. Is it BTQ plus two? Hmm? I, I, I swear LGBTQ I thought. Yeah. yeah, I swear I thought it was like plus two. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, guys, correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But um, he made some tweet about them that was kind of offensive. Mm-hmm. And, but it was like a tweet from like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So everyone's like, I don't know if I should judge him based off something he said 10 years ago. And the other people are like, but you knew better. But like, yeah. Or uh, what's his name? Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I still rock with Dave. I still Chappelle. rock with Dave. But um, when he explained it in his show, 
I was like, I kind of see where you're coming from. Because mm-hmm. he was saying how he had, um, I don't know if his friend was transgendered or if she was a lesbian. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure. But he said that, like, she was also an upcoming comedian. He, like, helped try to put her on. Like, they mm-hmm. make jokes together. He would, like, say the jokes to her. She'd find them, like, super funny or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, like, oh, and then she passed away. He was like, yo, I was doing that for her. Like, uh, I, 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 like, like when he explained time, it, I was like, I get where you're coming from. But at the same time, I'm not a part of that community. Yeah, so I can't say whether it's offensive or not. For them, yeah. I can't speak for other people. It's kind of, this, like, it gives off the same energy as when... A white person says something's offensive. Uh, n- like n- no, a white person says nigger because they have a black friend. Like it gives off that kind of yeah. energy. Like, or it gives off like when yeah, or it gives up like when like someone that wouldn't understand if it was offensive or not tells somebody else that what they said was offensive to mm-hmm. you, and you didn't even say it was offensive to you. Yeah, like if some short person was like. Don't call her this. You're being offensive. First of all, I don't know how you would know what's offensive to me as a tall person. Mm-hmm. You gotta let me have the like right yeah. to tell you what is offensive to me. Because yeah. you wouldn't know. You really wouldn't. Like, you, you can't really... Be. You can't speak on the behalf of other people. people. Especially if you don't experience what they yeah. experience. And if you haven't experienced their experiences, you really can't. You can't do that. No. Like, I am not going to go out of my way to be like, what you said is offensive to that short person. I don't understand how yeah. it feels to be short. I don't know what's offensive to say to a short person. Yeah. I'm just going to let them say what's offensive or not. Mm-hmm. Or if I really want to know, I can say, hey, when someone says this to you, yeah. is that offensive to you? Or is yeah. that something you don't care about? And then now I know. Like, mm-hmm. So if someone goes to that same person and says a thing that they said is offensive to them, I'm like, oh, don't yeah. say that. That's offensive to them. Yeah. But I let them speak on behalf of themselves. Mm-hmm. There are like, um, I guess some situations where it's like commonly known that like saying this or like doing something would be offensive to a person. Kind of like and like, um, kind of like calling a gay person a, like, the, you know, F-word? the F word would be that like, is a universal thing to know that it's offensive. Yeah. Like, if you said that to a person, like, obviously they're going to get mad. Or if you call a black person the N-word, or mm-hmm. with the N-word with a hard R, you know oh, that's E-R offensive. With the E-R? The e- with the hard R. You know that's offensive. You can't even say oh, yeah. you didn't know it was offensive. You know it's offensive. Mm-hmm. And there's no way to actually, like, there's no way to excuse that. Because you know. If you don't know, society knows. You know? Social media and knows. And if you don't know, you can easily get educated. Just ask simple questions. Mm-hmm. I feel like as me, like me, if someone came up to me and they're like, hey, Merit, do you find it offensive when someone says this? Or do you, f-? I would say, personally for me, mm-hmm. I do find it offensive or I don't find it offensive. And then yeah. you can get a better understanding. But I am not the whole population. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What applies to you to, might not apply to everybody else. else. I feel like you just have to just read the room, bro. Yeah. <laughs> understand who you're around. A lot of people can't read the room, though. People don't know how to read a room. My nigga, yeah. read the room. And they actually don't know how. It's and really not it's... that hard. It's not <laughs> that hard. I don't even know how to explain, like, reading the room. Like, reading the room is just being observed. Like, just observing the behaviors of other people. Observing how they act. Observing yeah. what they like, what they don't like. And understanding that if you do a certain thing, it's mm-hmm. not going to rock 
with a certain crowd. Yeah, but like, it's kind of tough because like, say you grown around like grew up around like a certain. Um, but you have to understand that crowd that you were around that you grew up with mm-hmm. is not the same crowd that you're gonna yeah, find in like, other places. A lot of people don't know that until they like actually experience. Like, How a you don't know crowd. that? No, they won't like understand like their um, instinctual habits and like the little things that they do that wouldn't like mesh with the other crowd. I feel like we do have somewhat of an understanding because we don't do the same shit with our friends with our parents. There's certain things we don't do with our cousins that we'll do with our friends. Like it's like you know when to what's it's like code switching. You know like what you can and can't do within a certain group. But most people, most people will understand like hey. I can't be, like, talking about fuck shit bitches yeah. around my mom. I can't mm-hmm. do that, but I can do that with my friends. Yeah, but also, like, the situation that I'm talking about is, like, okay, here's the scenario. Okay. <clears throat> you know, you grew up wealthy. Yeah. Super wealthy. You went to a private school. You grew up with other super wealthy rich kids who were very preppy, very snotty. You know, Yeah. that whole scenario. And then you turn 18... You're like, let me experience new life. Yeah. <laughs> let me go outside of my little habitat. Guys, we had to take a full break. Cause <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I'm dead. Sick. You oh. didn't read it the first time? No. Anyways, I, I read the talk. Continue with your scenario, bro. Uh, what was I saying? Okay, yeah, you turn 18, right? Yeah. And then you go into a school that's filled with culture. And filled with, like, com- people completely different from you. Say you go to, like, an HBCU. Yeah. But you grew up in, like, a very preppy, like, white area. How do, how, how do you just switch? Because you can't just switch like that. It's going to take you time to develop, like, new habits and, like, um, like, you know what I mean? I don't think you can just switch. But once you enter into a new environment, you have to... You gotta tread lightly. You're on thin ice already. Mm-hmm. When you understand that you're on thin ice, you're very careful with what you do and what you say. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the more you're around them, the more you understand the, and you get around the energy. You're like, okay, I understand this environment now. But when you first enter an environment, tread lightly. Do not <laughs> jump and submerge yourself like that because you're gonna get fucked over. Yeah. Tread lightly. No, like if crazy. I like, it's like if we. Graduated degree, whatever. We entered the business world. Yeah. I'm tr- I'm on thin ice right now. I'm treading lightly because I've never been in this environment. I'm gonna slowly yeah. acquire like the what's it called the behaviors around me. Understand, mm-hmm. watch and observe. So then mm-hmm. after when I understand it, yeah. I'm silly now. I know how to act around certain people. Yeah. But until okay. then, I'm not gonna just throw my ass in there and be like, what up? It's like I'm not just gonna no. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Some people do though. Tread lightly. Understand you're on thin ice. Mm-hmm. One wrong move. I think it's very important to be, one, um, emotionally intelligent, and two, culturally intelligent. Yeah. Um, understanding different cultures and different perspectives. Because and you can't, understanding like, that you won't understand everything and understanding that mm-hmm. you won't know everything. That's yeah. just the number one thing. Just Once you know that I'm not going to know everything, mm-hmm. I'm not going to understand everything. I'm not going to be able to jump into any environment yeah. and be cool there. Mm-hmm. Once you learn that, it makes life a lot easier. Yeah. Like, I guess we learned about, we, I guess we talked about it in one of my classes last, no, two semesters ago. 
let me see if I can remember the facts properly. But <laughs> it's quite a while ago. But basically, what we talked about is how um, in the Western world, yeah. Um, let's say in the business, on the business side of things, yeah. Um, meetings, things like that, and work, the work culture. Yeah. In the Western world, people are a lot more aggressive. Yeah. With like um, how they talk and how they act, and they're very more. They're a lot more like, let's get this done, let's get this done. Like, I don't really need to know you. They're not very personable. No. Um, they're, they're very, like, the deadline's Friday, better yeah. be my desk, da 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 Like, yeah. it's a lot about the work. But if you go into, like, different cultures, like China or I think the Middle East, they're more so like, okay, let's get to know each other first, build yeah. a relationship. Understand um, who I'm working with. Let's understand who I'm working with in order to actually start working with them and building those relationships. And I was like, wow. I feel like we need to follow their like, lead because I don't like what we do. <laughs> yeah. I don't like what we doing, bro. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like people need to understand being aggressive doesn't really is not helping you in situations. It's just people mm-hmm. just either become afraid of you or just don't want to be on your bad side. Yeah. But it's not like these people don't actually like you. You don't actually build that respect is not really there. It's more of I fear this person or I'm not yeah. trying to be on their bad side. And then it's like, oh, now I'm just coming here to work. And it, it's not very efficient because if people don't like where they work and what they do, then and if the you're treating these people like great. shit, of course they're not gonna want to work hard for you. Yeah. They're not gonna want to do the most and be like, let me get my shit done, let me do it efficiently, let mm-hmm. me go above and beyond. Cause nah, this nigga yells at me every morning. I come in, he don't even know my name. <laughs> Man's call me Peter. My name is fucking Matthew. Like what? What are you doing? <laughs> no, just imagine that. I, I I could not work somewhere like that. If someone came into my office, yelled at me, called me the wrong name, eyes looking nice. Yeah, definitely quitting. I'm quitting. No, no notice, nothing. Fuck you and your notice. What do you mean? You don't need two weeks notice. Two week notice. First of all, I was about to leave after you said all that. I kind of have to think about it. When niggas fire you, they don't give you no notice. So I gotta give you two weeks. Actually, I do think some people do. Like some companies, they'll give you. That's fucking (laughs) wussy. I'm pretty Yo, sure. we're firing you. They gotta work for the next two weeks. Are you sick? I feel like they do. Like, isn't that the policy? No, you can get fired at any notice, like oh. at, at any time with no, like no notice, no notice? beforehand. So if a nigga That's pulls you in the tough. office and says you're fired, you're going home right now. <laughs> That's so tough. Because oh how gosh. are you gonna tell a nigga? Hey, you're fired. So you're fired. But you gotta These work. These are your two last weeks. two weeks. You think that nigga's gonna come in to work? I wouldn't. I would not come. You so telling what? me I'm fired and I gotta stay for two? Are you sick? I'm not coming. Nah. Even if I give my two weeks notice, do I really want to come? No, I, I really don't. I'm not trying to come in no. two weeks. No. Honestly, I would. Just don't schedule me anymore. You know I'm about to quit. I'll give you the two weeks notice, but I'm not trying to come these two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like you know I'm about to quit. So. You know what I do? What? Put in vacation time and put in my two week notice because I'm on ah. vacation while I'm on my two week notice. Ah, so smart. I'm in and your paid, vacation paid. I'm in paid oh, to yeah. not be there. And then once the vacation's done, I'm out of here. I'm out. <laughs> I ain't coming back. What do you mean? Nah. Why go back? So you can treat me like shit because I said I'm quitting? Ah, no. No, because empl- like, employers would actually, like, will actually do that. They'll treat you like garbage because they know you're qu- that you quit, and they're like, "Oh, so you want to leave us?" Yeah. Anyways, how did we get from cancel culture to employees <sighs> and employers and work? Honestly, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't even know to be honest. 
are you like with our podcast us having a podcast do you ever get scared of saying too much or saying the wrong thing because of how in our society right now everyone needs to be so like politically correct and mm-hmm. how it's so easy to offend people and like the cancel culture that we have right now uh yeah sometimes Cal, I, need to. Yeah. I don't want to offend anybody but at the same time when are you going to say something mm-hmm. that doesn't offend at least one person never like, or where someone gonna, doesn't agree with what you say someone always will disagree but also it's like i don't want to ever say something that's going to be used against me you know that is number <laughs> like, one i don't want people the fact to that to everything me, like, we say and do can be that. used against us i don't like that like that's definitely a fear i'm like i don't want to be too out there where people are i don't want someone to say hey this like, you yeah the fuck that is me what about it because you can't even deny it because you said it and that's why I said. It. That's why I said. Yeah, that is me. And what yeah. about it? Cause how are you gonna? That's you. You already know that's me. Why you ask me stupid <laughs> questions? That is me. That is I. You hear the voice, right? You heard me say mayor, right? So yeah. why why you that you? <laughs> this you? Like, oh God! If anybody sends me my own tweet, my yeah. own message or anything, it no. says this you. I will say. You're a fucking idiot. Cause you see my name above it. What do you mean this you? No, when, <laughs> when people do that, I'm like, bro, you really didn't have to go through all that. You really didn't have to do you that. You really went through all of my shit just to find just something. Say this you, this you. Yes, obviously I know that was me. What people are like, you don't like when people tweet like, I don't want a relationship, and then someone goes, is this you? And they're like, oh, I really want to be in love and happy right now. Yeah. I'm like, you th- niggas, you. So I can't change my mind. You can. I can't change my mind. <laughs> One day I can't say I want to. I want. I want to be in love. The next day I can't say fuck niggas. Like what? What do you mean? I can't change my mind. Mm-hmm. And it's always coming from people who don't know you, personally. You know what I mean? Niggas change their mind every two hours, and you, you don't time. think I'm gonna change my mind after two months? Like people literally change all the time. Are you gonna try to hold that against me? Are you sick? Yeah. Do you think like, um, how do I phrase this question? Is it hectic? You, no, okay. it's not hectic. Um, do you think people truly change or not? Like when we, when I was saying like people change all the time, do you think people actually truly change or is it just like they evolve in a sense? I feel like we all have the basic foundation of ourselves. Yeah. And I feel like yeah, I feel like we we don't change, we evolve. Yeah. Because we either improve the things that we already have as our foundation, but mm-hmm. it's you can't like there's certain things you can change, mm-hmm. but when it comes to like the actual foundation of who you are, yeah. all you can do is improve it, but you can't actually change it. Yeah. Like I can't say I'm no longer gonna be a passionate ass person. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna love hard anymore, but because yeah. that's me, that's a part of my foundation. I can't say that, mm-hmm. but I can be like, hey, I'm gonna do it in a healthier way. I'm gonna have more boundaries. I'm gonna da 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 and involve myself, but that's yeah. still always gonna be there. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, for sure, people keep that sense of morale, like keep their same morals and beliefs, like, yeah, their values. That doesn't really change or shift too much. I think it's more so just like a changing of habits and like, ha- it's like the later things, it's like the, the habits that the, change, yeah. And then like people evolve into a different person that like a different person than they were before. I don't think you evolve to a different person. I feel like you evolve into a different version of yourself. Yeah, because you're the same person, just the a different. You're basically like you go from a two point to a three point Like yeah, it's the same fucking phone. It's the same. Person. It's just updated. Yeah. 
That's it's it. It's like you go from an iPhone 12 to a 13. It's the same yeah. phone. Yeah. Same. It has same foundation. It's just upgraded. There are things that weren't working as well before are working better now. Yeah. That's it. Because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like that's why when people look at other people, you need to see the found, like the foundation in that person, like the yeah. like their core self. Like with you, you're like a more quieter person. Mm-hmm. You're more uh, reserved. You're very hard headed. Yeah. But like, there's like things like your foundation, like the things that make you Bella. Mm-hmm. If I don't like the foundation of you, the basics that you have, your mm-hmm. building blocks. Yeah. I should by that I should be like, hey. That person's not for me. Because mm-hmm. even if you, imp- like, ha- improve into a better version of yourself, even if you, like, yeah. update yourself, work on habits, you're still going to have those underlying mm-hmm. building blocks. Yeah. And if I don't fuck with them, no matter how much you work on yourself, you're still going to have that same, you're going to still have them. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, if you want, if you're expecting someone to change and improve, it better be habits and mm-hmm. little things because the person that they are is always going to be the person it's that they are. It's going to be the same. Yeah. And I don't. I hate when people say, like, you've changed. Nah, bro, you just didn't know me like that. You didn't know me. You, really, you didn't know like, me that deeply. You knew me you on the surface level. Like yeah, because it's not like I changed. I'm not a whole new person. I just grew into a different version. Of like, myself, I'm exactly. Still the same person. I might have different interests and, like... But that like, comes with life. That yeah. comes with time. That comes with aging. Mm-hmm. Like, I, just, I just feel like people that, like, go for a loud person... And then expect them to not be loud anymore. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> if you go for an extroverted, like, super social, bubbly person, and then you want mm-hmm. them to be, like, quiet and reserved, yeah. that's not going to happen. It's not. If you go for a quiet person, they're not just going to suddenly change into some huge socialite that's, mm-hmm. like, out here talking to everybody exactly. under the life of the party. So it's, like, look at people's foundation, their building blocks of who they are. Mm-hmm. If you don't fuck with them, don't force it. Exactly. And then if you do fuck with them, okay, the little tomorrow morning things on the top <laughs> that you're not really fucking with that yeah. they can work on, they can work on it. Exactly. Stop expecting people to change for you. People are the way they are. Yeah. I don't think like, not to say that people don't need to work on themselves and become better, mm-hmm. but it's like there's just certain things we can't change about ourselves. Yeah. And yeah. that's just the way it is. And that's with And if you don't like who I am to my core, then it's... Don't force it. Don't force Obviously, me to change. Don't expect me to change. There's definitely an incompatibility there. Exactly. Like, don't force it, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's meant for us. There are people that are cool. They're cool ass people. Yeah. But I would never be friends with them. I'd never be have a relationship with them on that to that extent because mm-hmm. I see who they are like to their core, and I'm like that doesn't work with who I am. Yeah. It doesn't mean I hate you. It doesn't mean you're not a good person. It's just, I know we're not compatible we're because not you're not going to change the way you are as a person and I'm not going to change. Mm-hmm. And the ways that we both are are not going to work together and that's cool. Mm-hmm. I can still think you're a cool person, you're a good person and say hi to you whenever I see you, but we're not going to have each other in our lives like that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, you know? Ain't nothing people... wrong with that. <laughs> You stop talking Nothing to people. wrong with having acquaintances. Yeah, you stop talking to people and like they assume you're beefing and like you don't like them anymore. And it's, just because we don't talk not, doesn't mean we're beefing, like bro. You know, it's just life. life it's happens. life. Sometimes you grow apart. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just get busy and you know you're off to new things. Mm-hmm. Not everything is beef. Yeah, I know. Unless I tell you to your face I fucking hate you, you're up. It's not beef. It's not. If I call you OPP. Oh motherfucking to... P. Then don't think we're beefing. Yeah, don't have the energy to beef like that. Like, Bro, I... I feel like I'm 35. 
I have no energy in me to be. I'm at the point, if you piss me off, I will hit you up. I will tell you that you pissed me off and what you did to piss me off. Yeah. If you don't want to reconcile, if you don't want to take accountability for your actions or try to give me an understanding of why you did what you did, mm-hmm. I am done. I'll say, okay, block, block, delete, I'm yeah. out. That's it. I don't, I'm not going to go back and forth with you. I'm not going to argue with you. Mm-hmm. It's simple as that. Yep. I think it's uh, very important to block and... Uh... <laughs> Mute I feel like me sometimes if you're rational like me sometimes um I'm not as irrational as I was but I feel like before I was too I was trigger happy bro mm-hmm. like I would have the latest thing happen to me and I'd be like block yeah. block delete and then now <laughs> yeah. when I go add you back actually I usually don't add people back but when I realize I fucked up yeah. I'll add you back but I'm like I need to stop doing that yeah. I need to wait until like I'm like done done cause now when I'm done done I'll like actually like just remove you off everything mm-hmm. but like a bitch from six months ago I'd be like wow my feelings are hurt block 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 then after I realized they really weren't like it wasn't like that and I'm like Mm -hmm. ah shit yeah actually I don't have a lot of people on my block list I'm not like a huge blocker I'm I'm just a I'm a meet your story I'll make sure that I don't see well I will mute the fuck out of stories bro I'll unfollow like I think it's important to unfollow people and like things that you're not interested in anymore like if it's not serving you then like why are you consuming it? Honestly, if you're on my block list, there's a reason why you're there, yeah, bro. Yeah, if you're on my block list, bro. There's bro. a reason why you're there. That means something something happened. No, you know how you... No, no. You know one thing? Like, if they're on this block list, you know that person is never coming out of it. They're not coming back. Which block list? Their number has been blocked from your telephone. That's a, <laughs> that's a different level of block. Because it's one thing to block on Snapchat. Yeah. There's one thing to block on Instagram or Twitter. 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 But if you block a nigga's number, it's done. So it's, it's done there. It's done. If I go on my phone to my contacts, mm-hmm. go tum tum tum, find your name. And block. Find your, block your number. Bro. <laughs> Bro. The fact that your number is blocked, there's no coming back from that. There isn't. There's no. Really at least now, I can unblock whatever it is, what it is. Mm-hmm. Instagram, unblock, I can follow you back, whatever. But yeah. your number? Yeah. I'd have to go to my settings. Mm-hmm. Go on to blot. Yeah. Find your number. Your contact name's not there yet. Now I have to know your phone number to unblock you. Yeah. Oh. No, a lot of... <laughs> And if you block me, their iMessage too, their their oh, fucking yeah. iMessage email, oh, you pissed off. Yeah, you might as well send emails now. You, you can't can even like send emails, me. bro. Oh, yeah, you can't send emails. Yeah, just to the you know work email or <laughs> normal email. If I got an email from but someone, I'd be like, wow, you really out here caring, I'm the bro. Person, like I don't, I don't know. I've become so. Or send like, a note on e-transfer. Yeah. Uh, dad, <laughs> I literally like. I won't save people's numbers nowadays. <laughs> I'm just like, I won't too. That's energy. why I always get scared when I answer calls yeah. with no. I'm always like, hello? And they're like, yo, Mary. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And then they'll start talking. And I'm like, I'm trying to figure out who it is while they're talking. And I'm like, yeah. Uh. Then they'll be like, oh, da da da. And I'm like, oh, that's you. Yeah. No, for me, it's if I. I need to start saving numbers because this is, this is not a fun life to live, bro. If you're on my contact list and you call me, I'm not answering. You're gonna leave a message, like if it's important. Do we check messages? I will check my messages if it's I important. Don't, enough, I don't check my messages. I check my messages. I check my like, messages. If I don't board. answer, 
And if it's important enough, I'll call back. It's easy like that. I'll be like, oh, sorry, I missed your call. Purposely, but you don't know that. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know, you don't know that. sleeping or not. You don't yeah. know that. I usually, I don't know why. I would rather pick up an unknown caller than a number that I don't know. Because I usually know who's calling me on unknown. There's only like three huh. people that ever call me on unknown caller. So I'm like, uh, or like no caller ID. I know mm-hmm. who it is. I have assumption. It's, the, it's one out of three niggas that I know that are calling mm-hmm. me on no caller ID. So I always pick up because I'm like, I already know. No, for me, no caller ID, I, I don't answer. After that one time, I said, nah. Plus, my, my, my doctor likes to call me no caller ID, bro. Uh, so I need to pick up. That's my doctor. True. Nah, after uh, cops called me on uh, no caller ID. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not answering no caller ID ever again. Guys, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cops <laughs> came talking to us. We, we made him sit with us outside because Bella was like, yeah. my mom's upstairs and I do not want her to see you. That's when we were like 18. Yeah, we were 19, I Guys, think. don't worry. We didn't do anything hectic. We did not do anything. It wasn't us. Anything. We didn't, like, the police didn't come to see us. They came for other reasons. Yeah. Still not good reasons. But it, wasn't, ain't no, it wasn't no good reasons, bro. <sighs> At least he was a nice guy. Yeah, nice call. Change positions. <laughs> oh my goodness. Huh? I caught you like no. it. But um, I just feel like our generation, we just need to be more patient with people, more understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, we just need to understand that different opinions doesn't always mean a bad thing unless it's disrespectful yes. or super like- offensive. Yeah, or just outright does, bad. Yeah, if someone does something that's like completely outrageous and like. But I feel like instead of counseling them, tell them niggas why they're wrong. No, I think you should. Cancel and then them cancel and them. Tell them what's that's what I would, you didn't even yeah. let me finish. Oh. <laughs> I was like, you shouldn't even give them the first satisfaction. I meant to say instead of just them. canceling them, tell them niggas why they were wrong, right. and then cancel them. But a lot of times people know what they did. Okay, I can't. I can't say that. That is um, a logical fallacy. Yeah. Um, like, most people, if they're doing something wrong or bad, say if you're, like, stealing, you obviously know that's bad. Yeah. You know? If you get caught, you're going to jail, depending on how bad you steal. You're going to jail. If you kill someone, you're going, you're to, going jail. to jail. Yeah. Right? But there's, like, certain things where people would do. And it's not as, like, black and white. It's not as black as white. Yeah. So much shit is in the gray area. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, they killed someone, but this person killed the rapist. Huh. Mm. Huh. Are you going to look at it the same way? No. Nah. Yeah. This person it's- was being sex, tra- sex trafficked. They killed the person that was sex trafficking them. Are you still going to mm. look at it the same way? Mm. Or this nigga just went outside and just started stabbing niggas up. Are you going to look at those two <laughs> niggas the same way? <laughs> The guy with the machete. Yeah, cowgirl. bro. I was like, if I was there, man. I... There was like, <laughs> it's not funny because people actually. Get I'm injured. no guys. We just laugh when we're uncomfortable, but it's not funny. I promise. No, the guy. There's a guy in our city. Who went around walking. Don't say like the guy. Say there. Say a suspect because if oh. you say there was a guy, it seems like you know him. I don't know him personally. <laughs> I've never met him personally, <laughs> but I heard some crazy shit that he did. He um, got a machete and went up and stabbed three that's people, That's not the bro. first instance I've heard of him, 
There's there's more? Yeah. So you actually know about this guy? I, yeah. Well, wasn't he that like really like rich kid or something? His dad's a cop. Damn. Um, but you know how I was talking about the crown bottle earlier? Yeah. Yeah. He bottled someone with a crown bottle? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Crazy At least fight. Greg Goose. Crazy fight. But what was I saying? Oh, yeah. In Calgary, there's a suspect. A suspect. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and he went around walking. Like, he went walking around with a machete and started, you know, cutting people up. Let Crazy. a nigga with a machete cut me Crazy. up. I'd be so fucking hot, bro. That is insane. And you know that, like... Imagine if you were weekend. having a bad day, and that's how your day wants to end. I'd be so hot. That'd be my 13th reason. Oh, my goodness. That'd ask me my 13th reason. No, because why, why would you do that? There's no why? reason to do that. But, like, that weekend... So, so much, much shit like, was happening crazy in Calgary. Stuff happened in Calgary. So much shit, and, <laughs> and I was like, Calgary's losing its shit right now. Cause yeah. why is all this happening in a span of a couple days? Yeah, no, that, it was a crazy week for Calgary for sure. Wow, what can you do, bro? I mean, we a we a city, but not like a mega city. I think so. the bigger a city gets, the, the more, more hectic it gets. Yeah, there's a lot more. The crime rate increases. With the like, increase of population, yeah, but it makes sense because the more people there, there are more hectic people there, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Calgary's it's gonna grow like a Bella, lot. I have a question. I don't really. It doesn't really go with our topic, but like, mm-hmm. do you believe that everybody's inherently good, or do you yeah. think everybody's inherently neutral and they choose whether they are good or bad, or yeah. do you feel like it's all based on circumstance and environment and experience? What well, is a good question? Um. Because I guess in my philosophy class, yeah. we talked about whether people are either inherently I talked good about that in my philosophy class, like too. Inherently evil. And I don't, I, I obviously don't think people are born inherently evil. Um, I, other people could say otherwise. I don't know. It's, it's, it's so just, like, there's so many variables to it because you don't know every single person. Because there's, like, what if it was, like, a... Even with psychopaths, because not all psychopaths are violent. No. I think people are definitely a product of their environment. Um, But there's also, um... It also goes back to your, like, your biology, too, because Mm -hmm. some people, like, just the way their brain is set up sets them up to be different than other people. So, I don't think we can argue that all human beings I would are say all good, people are inherently good or, and I won't say all people are inherently bad yeah. I would say you know we're all neutral and through our life experiences and our traumas and just the way we were made yeah will take us down a certain path but also like can you even argue neutral neutrality like people are inherently born neutral because like like because you, you don't saying, know like, right from wrong as it's when you're born you don't know the difference you're taught right and wrong yeah but so imagine case, if you weren't taught right and wrong in the case of psychopaths right but they're not always violent they're not all violent yeah yeah, yeah. they're not all violent they just don't but feel the some that are like say what was the story um weren't you the one telling me the story oh the story about the kid that came the, the person that had a kid that was a psychopath yeah yo yeah, i don't know if you have enough time for me to tell the story but oh <laughs> basically um there was this story that I I love true crime and serial killer shit and I go to sleep to that. 
don't don't look at me weird i like to sleep to that you know the yes. you know that video that was like shorties will go to sleep or watch videos talking about his arm was cut off his neck was cut off his <laughs> th- that's me mm-hmm. i will go to sleep and be like see oh god wow <laughs> like, like <laughs> it doesn't even scare me don't have nightmares on a daily I will sometimes, if I fall asleep to, like, serial killer videos, I'll sometimes have dreams where, like, either a serial killer is after me or I'm the serial killer after people. Very, mm-hmm. uh, very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's weird how, like, your subconscious is affected by what you're listening to while you're sleeping. It is very effective. But basically, this man, um, he had a son, and his child was kind of different even when they were a baby, where he was like, what the fuck, like, our kid's kind of weird. Because, like, the kid never smiled unless, like, it caused pain. Like, you know when kids grab your fucking face and that shit hurts because they got nails and shit? Mm-hmm. Like, when you'd be like, ow, 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 the kid would start, like, laughing and smiling. Most kids do that, but that was yeah. the only time he would laugh or smile. Or, like, mm-hmm. when he, like, would hurt the animals or something, he'd, like, start smiling and laughing. But other than that, that nigga did not smile, nothing. He didn't look happy. He was like, I've never seen a baby that wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. Like, the kid wasn't happy. So he's like, ah, maybe, like, we're just not raising it right. Like, maybe we're just not being, like, loving enough. So, like, they continue life. Whatever. Then, their kids start taking shits all around the house. Like... Mm-hmm. Just random corners and stuff. I'm mean, like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, once your kid turned two, he learned how to take off his diaper. So he's taking yeah. shits around the house. They're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, anyways, I think they're like, oh, maybe this is just a phase, you know, terrible twos. As he's getting older, he keeps doing it. <laughs> Up until he was 16, bro. <laughs> but when he was 16, that man would go take a shit in his parents' bed, cover it up with the, the blanket, with the malaya, bro. <laughs> with the malaya. The baton. No. He, would, he, would, he would take shit under the sheet. Cover with the baton, continue his day. Oh my god. His parents were like, So you went from taking shits everywhere in the house to taking shit in my bed. And the thing is, those niggas would get into their bed and lay off shit. Ew. So they were like hot. And then their like son would start like hurting animals. Like he stabbed out a dog's eye, like outside, like he was killing animals and shit. So they were like, Honestly, I don't even think it's us. Mm-hmm. I think this nigga's fucking tweaked. Yeah. Like, I think he has issues. So then, like, they took him to, like, a bunch of, like, uh, this was in, like, 1970, though. Mm-hmm. They took him to a bunch of um, psychologists and psychiatrists and shit, and they were, like, trying to get him into an institution, because, like, this nigga, he's, yo, mm-hmm. I'm scared of him. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. And they were, like, no, like, we can't, like, they wouldn't take him into an institution because they were, like, he's too violent. He's a menace. And, like, when he was nine years old, he got, ki- he got expelled from school three times. Because he was so violent to the kids, so he was forced to go to a school where, like, he couldn't interact with any other children. Yeah. And the man, you know, he kept staying violent. His parents bought a lock for the room so he couldn't take shit in his, their room anymore. Master takes shit to other people's bed in the house. So then after they had to lock all the rooms except for his, then he tried to, like, then one day he climbed in the window of his, like, parents' room, stabbed his dad up. And then he did it again, stabbed his dad again in the leg. Then his dad locked up the knives. Then he broke into the neighbor's house, stole a knife. <laughs> trying to put, trying to put, I'm sorry, guys, not funny. Then he tried to put, 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 uh, he tried to stab up his dad again with the neighbor's <laughs> knife. Oh my and the dad gosh. was like, how the fuck did you break into the neighbor's house just for a knife? Yeah. Anyways, so they were like, yo, our kid's tweaked. Mm-hmm. Our kid is super tweaked. But they never hit their kid nothing. Like, they were yeah. very, I don't know how they did it. Because if my kids came and stabbed me up in my sleep two times, two two times, my kid stabbed me up two times. I woke up to a nigga with a knife. No. (laughs) Just just, no. Just no. That's all I got to say about that. Mm -hmm. 
I don't even know what I would do in that situation. I would drop him know. off the institution and be like, if y'all niggas don't take him and he goes murk somebody, that's on yeah. you. That's on you. But anyways, the man's getting older, whatever. Him and his parents would like argue all the time. They were like, we don't give a fuck. You're almost 18. Once you turn 18, you're not our responsibility anymore. Yeah. So they would argue, whatever. He'd leave for days or hours and come back. His parents had a kid, had a daughter. Daughter, normal ass kid. She's laughing, happy ass baby. They were yeah. like, yup. Once they had that kid, they're like, yup, this nigga's just tweaked. Yeah. Like, that nigga just has problems because this mm-hmm. one's chilling. And then one day, they got into an argument. The son leaves the house. They put the baby in the room. They lock all the doors, right, because of the son. All they hear is their daughter crying, like a badass cry. Like, mm-hmm. she's screaming. They run into the room. They unlock the door. Their son is standing over their daughter's crib with a knife and she's like po- he's like poking her up like not deep enough where he actually like could kill her yeah. but he's like like cutting her up yeah and they were like imagine if he just picked the baby up to drop it whoa <laughs> i think that's the dead i should kill my son i should kill my son because why are you why are oh you a menace to society like that he chose violence. and the thing is the mom she was a professional boxer like when she was younger she was a professional boxer mm. and i already told you guys she never they, they never hit their son yeah the dad runs over, grabs the daughter. The mom's looking at her son with evil in her eye. Like, she's looking like a demon, bro. Like, she's mm-hmm. choosing, like, the way she's looking at her kid, the dad was like, she was choosing violence. Yeah. She was choosing, like, she had her fist balled up and everything. He was like, fuck you, bitch. Da da da. Fuck you, bitch. She was mom. She said, I. He was like, honestly, I feel guilty because I knew if my wife hit him, she'd kill him. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wanted her to, so I allowed it. So yeah. now I went to the living room. He's soothing his daughter, you know, cleaning up her cuts and shit. All she, all he is is doom. Like Shorty just hit some knife in the face, broke his yeah. nose, everything. He's spitting out blood. He's like, he's like, yeah, bitch, that's all you got. I said, first of all, first of all, if you Shorty broke your nose with one hit, mm-hmm. knocked you the fuck out, why would you keep talking shit? Cause he's not mentally there. He's not mentally there. Then, after you call her a bitch again, she started fucking that man up. Fucking, like, when I mean fucking that man up, mm-hmm. fuck him up. The dad was like, yeah, I was chilling in the living room with my daughter for 10 minutes, bro. Kept, shit kept going. I kept hearing punches and shit, talking about, ah, ooh, ah. <laughs> like, he was just minding his business. <laughs> then, his wife comes out the room. Her knuckles bloody as shit. Yeah. He's like, yo, is he dead? And she was like, I don't know. And then after, he was like, I don't like, she What did she say? She was like, I hope so, though. And he was like, me too. Then I said, honestly, I can't lie. Those parents, nah, I can't even judge them because like, can't I don't know what you. I'd be doing in that situation. He walks in the room, his son is fucked up. Like, he's, like his face is fucking bloody. Mm-hmm. Like, he's spitting. He threw up on himself. Like, he's just croaked. Yeah. Like, he looks dead. But he's still breathing. So he's like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. So they take their daughter. The wife goes, they had a bungalow. They went downstairs, locked their door. They had their own entrance, too. So then they just stayed there for weeks. Left that nigga upstairs, bro. Yeah. They said either if he lives, he's going to cut. Yeah. If he dies, good shit. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They're like, we're not calling the ambulance or police because there's a chance he'll survive. So they're yeah. like, nah. So they were downstairs. They're like, we didn't hear noise for two days. And you're like, oh, that nigga died. Then the third day, nope. all you hear is, ah, upstairs. Like, he's throwing shit. Like, yeah. he's making noises. They're like, how is this nigga surviving? And then they hear nothing and go silent. So after, like, a week, so they go upstairs. Nobody's upstairs. There's shit smeared everywhere. Everything's broken. There's blood everywhere. He really shit. And, and then the guy was everywhere. like, yeah, that was 30 years ago. I've never seen my son until that day. And I don't want to. Yeah. And after, I was like, what if that nigga was out just being a menace, bro? Hey, man, they don't know. 
Nate, who knows if he made it long enough. Why did I tell the story again? Yes, because I had a point for that. <laughs> I was like, why the fuck did so, I tell that story again? In that case of the little kid, yeah, is it safe to say that he was born neutral? Because he had all the, like his parents loving, whatever, you know, they try to teach him right from wrong. But inherently, he wasn't, he wasn't fully there, you know? So can you even argue that? <laughs> no, that thing was a spot on Satan, bro. That is true. <laughs> No, yeah, the really fact that you stabbed up your dad, then you stabbed up your baby sister, yeah, and you took shits in bed, and you poked out a dog's eye, bro. And it's not even like it was like he not, grew into it. He, he was always he was that. always like that, like since birth. Um, honestly, man, I couldn't even say his experiences. Is no, but that works because I said. I feel like people are neutral and that their experiences, their traumas, or their biology determine the path that they walk in. Hmm. And his biology, his brain was tweaked, bro. Yeah, but your biology is determined before you're even born. Yeah. So the question is, was he My born nigga, I don't born? know, bro. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that nigga was born evil. <laughs> that nigga was evil, bro. <laughs> he was born evil for Evil. <laughs> Shit. Nah, if my kid was choking out the dog, I'd be like, hey, there might be something wrong with that kid, bro. And then if I woke up to my kid over me with a knife and he stabbed me in the leg, I'd be like, you got to go. Because <laughs> no. I am not living in a house where I have to lock the doors before I go to sleep and then lock the window because you might climb through my window. That's so scary. Like, I can't imagine I can be being scared your own house. I can't imagine being a parent. Like having to And then having to realize, hey, they might try to kill our other kid. Like you can't even just ship him off, like Cause at least with the sociopath, that's my fault. But a psychopath you just came out like that. Came out straight out the gate like that. Came probably beefing my womb, bro. Like (laughs) if he had a twin murder Murder Definitely ate that twin up. Nah, that nigga came out the room talking about murder on my mind. I got murder on my mind. <laughs> yeah. And he done murdered a lot of things, too. Nah, so. bro. I'm so sorry. I'm The thing is, since I'm a behavioral science major, mm-hmm. and I love psychology and, like, <laughs> true crime and serial killer shit, I will know if my kid is a psychopath from the jump. Yeah. From the jump. I will just... But the thing is, not all psychopaths are violent. Yeah. They just don't feel the way Emotions. we feel, and they have no sympathy or empathy for people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you could have a psychopath and be chilling. Yeah. They just won't give not one fuck about you, which is fine. I mean, that's fine. That's it's fine. Life. You don't live your life. You don't give a fuck about me. That's fine. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But the moment you try to kill your old mommy. Now we got a problem. The moment our fucking dog is croaked and nobody knows who it is. <laughs> Would it be justified for them to have done, like, you were telling the story of the dad who um, killed his son because his son was sexually Yeah, there were, I saw this um, This man, his son was uh, molesting his daughter. And he, the, kid, the kid was like 13. He was like 13. The dad found out, grabbed his son, put him in the car. Mm-hmm. Took him to a parking lot. The guys, cr- the kids, crying like, "Daddy, I promise I'll stop. I'll stop." He was like, "Nah, bro, that's disgusting ass shit. If you're doing this yeah. to your own sister now, what are you gonna be doing later?" And he basically like 
shot his son in the parking lot. Point blank. 13 year old son. Forehead. In a parking lot. I don't know, like, let me not say 13 because I'm not, like, I'm not a thousand percent sure on the age or anything. But yeah, mm-hmm. he shot his son in the parking lot. And he basically, like, he basically was, you know, I brought you into this world. I'm going to be the nigga that's going to take yeah. you out. Do you think, like, in the earlier case, it would, be, it would be justified for the parents to do the same thing? Just, like, go out and shoot their kid? <laughs> we turn into a uh, true crime podcast. You honestly, <laughs> next season, can we talk about it every once in a while? Can we yeah. have like, can we have like a true crime Tuesdays or something? Yeah. Cause I yeah. watch so many of them, I have so much stories. Yeah. But I don't ask me those type of questions <laughs> because I'm not a normal person. What do you mean? I'm a normal person. My thought process is like everybody else's. <laughs> Yo, if my kid is causing me shackles, bro, like, every time you leave the house, I'm scared you're going to kill somebody. Do you really need to be here? <laughs> like, oh you're not, God. you're a menace to society. A whole menace. You're not, like, is it, the world would be a better place without you, bro. I'm not going to cap. But, like. Just the way I can control all the leech before. Hey, I man. Mean, like, hey, man. I said, I, that's what I said. Don't ask you, me. Yeah, because it's <laughs> to say that you have the right to take another person's life, even if it's your own child. Like, I understand you brought them into this world, but, like, now Hey, man, I'm not saying I'm going to murk them. I'm not saying I'm going to murk them, but yeah. I'd wish they got murked. <laughs> you wish that I would them. hope so. Yeah. I'd hope so. Bro, if my kid stabbed me in my sleep, I hope yeah, you talk to the wrong person and they fucking murk you, bro. No. Guys, see, this is what I mean by be politically correct. This, what if this is used yeah. against me one day? <laughs> no, but I'm being dead ass. Like, there's just like, yeah, I'm going to love my kid unconditionally, but, bro. There comes a point. There comes a point. If I'm scared of you, if you're climbing in my window to stab me up, bro. Yeah. And also, but like... You know those situations where a kid will do something like, like terrible. Like say like, um, say like it's in, I'll say twenty years old. Yeah. You're in college. Uh, if you're twenty, let it be, that's no, you, bro. Listen, you're you're in college. You, you know, sexually assault a person. Take that, nigga, bro. And then. Your parents cover up for you. I ain't covering up shit. No, but there's people like who have. No, I'm saying for me. Yeah. If yeah. my son wanna go rape a shorty, I'm yeah. doing shit for you. But my nigga, find your actually like nah. Cover. Get like, your old. No, I hope your public defender is ass. <laughs> I hope you get lost. Yo, I hope your public defender is mm-hmm. ass. I'm not paying for no lawyer fees, my nigga. Yeah. I am not even gonna pay for your fucking jail call. Cause why am I paying ten dollars for you to talk about money? Yeah. Help me, nah. No, and literally, especially like, at twenty something, you know, right for wrong at that point. Yeah, I think it highlights the boundaries of unconditional love, because, bro, if my child did something like that, I can't, like, I can't cover for you. You're a grown ass adult. You're a you, grown ass man, you bro. Grown ass woman, nah. Yeah. You, you know the consequences you of your actions. Consequences of your actions. I'm not gonna come save you, bro. Yeah. Like I think there's unconditional love, but at the same time. 
everybody's living their own lives and you have to deal with the consequences of your actions. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to come and say, like, if it's, like, light shit, like, if you got a fucking, like, speeding ticket or some shit, I'd be like, ah, my nigga, yeah. I'm going to help you or whatever, you know? That's, no, like, the serious cases. But, like, if you shot up a school, take his ass. <laughs> take him. Why are oh you asking gosh. me shit? Take him. I don't know if it was, like, the most recent school shooting that happened in America. I haven't heard of one since, but I think it may have been, like, the most well recently well-known school shooting that happened in america the kid who like went up yeah. and shot his high school like shot up his high school right yeah and apparently like he was telling his parents about the situation telling them like oh like this how i'm feeling the situation and even the teachers were like yo there's something off about your son parents didn't do nothing about it Nah. The kid goes and uses his dad's gun to nah, shoot up bro. the school. If my kid came to me talking and about, I want to shoot up my school, I am calling the police myself. Mm-hmm. I am I'm snitching. I'm dry snitching on you. Bro. In that case, the parents are actually getting charged too. Good for them. Because your I'm son like, yeah. told you what he was planning to do and you didn't do anything to stop it. And yeah. all these other people's children got killed in the process because of it. No, nah, I'm, I'm calling the police on my own child. The fuck? What do you mean? What do you mean no, you want to go shoot niggas up? up? You know what's scary? What? You know why you said? <laughs> okay, you know how? Well, you know how like they track your data and shit like that. Yeah. Like the government can see like what you're searching. <laughs> you, you, you know, you search up bombs. You search up bombs and shit, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. I was always too afraid to search up things like that because I'm like, yo, what if I come get collected because of this? What if they take my ass to jail? Yeah. What if I go to jail for conspiracy? Yeah. Like, what if? The, what if I'm like, um. Googling like uh, the Taliban and shit like that. What if and, I'm like, curious? Guns and bombs what if I'm and curious, how to make a bomb. What how if to, I'm just where to get a gun? Know, I'm not gonna make it, but like, what if I'm curious? No, but like, they can actually tap into your shit. And Imagine how to get away from the police. Search. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what I always thought? How <laughs> how'd you get rid of fingerprints? Search <laughs> I always thought you could go into the private browser and, and you'd like, be safe. No, bro, no. that is so serious shit. <laughs> nope, you're not safe. Yo, that that's just a, that's a whole scam, bro. They can still see shit. It's just you can't see the shit anymore. Yeah. No, it's actually insane. <laughs> it is. Yo, I want to do that just to um, see if they would come try to collect my ass. Just, I read a, just to see it. I read an article. Yeah. Um, in Canada. So. America. In, in Canada. America. Yeah. <laughs> there was like, um, I don't. I think it's some company that's getting sued because they tapped into like millions of people's phones. Well, they while like you know the two week span of yeah. like. In between Christmas and like New Year's, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Damn. They tapped into people's phone to see the location of people, <gasps> like for COVID nineteen reasons, <gasps> and so they're getting sued for that. As they should. Yeah, cause bro, no, they're not getting sued. No, 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 they're not getting sued. They admitted that they tapped into people's phones and were tracking their locations during that period for COVID. See, reasons. this is why Samaya and I put our shit on fucking <clears throat> airplane mode, bro. Jeez. I don't think airplane mode will even help like that. Honestly, no. I don't think so. Well, that's actually hectic. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> we were getting tracked. You know, the person that's one of the companies probably just trying to figure out where a couple people were. Come on. You think they really cared about where, hey, where's Bella right now? Hmm. No, but millions of people. 
There's probably a couple people that are actually trying to see where they were. That's crazy. Imagine if you were one of them. Why are you looking into me, bro? <laughs> like, what? did What? What can I offer you, bro? I'm a broke student. What, what are you trying to get from me? Not even doing nothing crazy. No. I'm not doing no illegal shit. Mm-hmm. I'm over here watching about hammerhead, what's called hammerhead dolphins, and you're not a fuck dolphins. Hammerhead sharks. I'm watching a documentary about them, and you're talking about where is she? What's she doing? Is it illegal? Like, wild. There's some wild stories out here. Hella wild stories. Didn't you see about like the laptop thing where like people can hack into your webcam yeah. and like watch you? Yo, ever yeah. since that, I put a band aid over my camera, bro. Cause nah. No, I felt like I was the only person who didn't hear about it because I would see bare people with like their camera you on their laptop yeah. covered, and I was like, why do people do that? Because my camera's still not even covered. Cause you're thinking mine isn't because of fucking Zoom classes, yeah. but. I used to just have it, like, covered up because I'm like, anyone could hack your webcam at any time. And what if you're changing, bro, and you walk past your laptop? I would close my laptop before I do anything like that. I always close my... But what if I'm watching a fucking movie and shit, and all these niggas staring at me, staring at the movie? Going to the corner. Out of view. <laughs> oh, this is my eye in the corner. <laughs> Pause your movie. You know? Be safe out here. Yeah. Precautions. Well, this was a long episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed our episode on the long. Yeah. What the fuck was I gonna say on the long laughters? I was gonna say the the long laughters podcast. I'm dead. Sometimes I think I might have some dyslexia in there. Long laughters. Dyslexia has to do with reading, not speaking. Okay, then I just I'm just mentally not like. (laughs) (laughs) We definitely strayed away and talked about a whole. What? What? <laughs> what? Okay, I'm s- if you caught that, the audience, What'd I you meant say? to say... What'd you say? I said we strayed away and talked about a whole different podcast, <laughs> but I meant to say a whole bunch of um, topics. I think I said... I, yeah. Honestly, Maybe something like knows, that. bro. Yeah. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll see you yeah. next week. Honestly, we were, like, so consistent on posting on Fridays, but now it's, like, you'll po- go get it whenever you get it. <laughs> this is yeah, the way honestly, life is set up right now. Just expect uh, one episode a week. Yeah, once once a week. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe when we got free time, maybe this summer we'll try to do, like, two a week or something yeah. like that. But Definitely. for now, get used to that one week. Yeah. But thank you for tuning in. We thank appreciate guys, all the love and support ladies. that we get from you guys. Yeah. This is Maribella. Peace out. Bye.